On this day, let's pray with the reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Once when Jesus was praying in solitude, and the disciples were with him, he asked them, Who do the crowds say that I am? They said in reply, John the Baptist, others Elisha, still others one of the ancient prophets has arisen. Then he said to them, But who do you say that I am? Peter said in reply, The Christ of God. He rebuked them and directed them not to tell this to anyone. He said, The Son of Man must suffer greatly and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests and the scribes, and be killed and on the third day be raised. The Gospel of the Lord. Arguing over who is the greatest is more common than we can imagine. It happens every day. Our culture is impregnated with attitudes, slogans and teachings that lead us to continually strive to be the greatest. This isn't personal. It doesn't mean that we are weak of heart, but there are external factors that make us push for success. The world honors success and in our families, one way or another, we are taught to compete at college, in our schools and universities, in clubs and corporations. We are constantly being bombarded to compete for first place and to be the greatest. In general, all competitions end at a podium at which only three people are granted entry, those who win first, second and third place. Everyone else slides into anonymity. Moreover, those who earned second and third place are soon forgotten. The world only remembers those who earned first place. That is the world's view, and when it comes to greatness and being first, that's often our view as well. However, in Sunday's reading from the Gospel, Jesus tosses the world's podium into the trash. Thus, the last will be the first, and the first will be the last. Ultimately, Jesus doesn't care about podiums, nor does he care about first, second, or third prizes. To the contrary, he and our Father consider each of us to be a first, regardless of merits or awards that the world may recognize for greatness and it's just as well. This is good news, because it's good to know that God's manner of looking at us is different, and that Jesus teaches us to channel our desire for greatness through service and surrender. That is the true greatness to which we should aspire. That is why Jesus doesn't reject his disciples' desire for greatness. Instead, he shows them that arguments and discussions are the result of misunderstanding what greatness is. May the Lord heal us from empty, fruitless arguments that only serve to distance us from others, and that stem from failing to understand that for Him we are already great. 
Listening to the gospel should lead us to prayer. The word of God isn't just for studying or to derive great conclusions. Rather, we receive it to help us pray and to open our hearts. That is why I think we should linger on Jesus' wonderful attitude in today's glimpse of the gospel. Today's reading states that Jesus prayed alone. Jesus sought moments of prayer that were solitary, yet full of the Father's company. God, the Father, filled his soul, and that is exactly what we need, you and I, every day. Solitude with our Father is like oxygen for the soul. It is the air that our lungs need. Without that, we can't breathe. We all need this silence. If you are a mother, you need to be alone for a little while at the beginning of the day. Perhaps you also need that moment of silence at the end of the day when everyone goes to bed. This is the time to turn off the lights, sit on your favorite couch and be with God, your father. Leave everything else aside and stop to think about the day. Offer everything you've done, everything you've given of yourself during that day. And that way, you will make real sense of what you have gone through, of what happened. You need that. When Jesus was with his disciples, he sought quiet, alone time with his Father. We too can take that alone time. We need it. You who work all day, if you don't pause for a five or ten minutes break and step aside to ponder or look at what you've done, to reflect on the things you've gone through, the tensions, to thank your spouse, to marvel at the great gift that is the lives of your children, those who are with you today and those who are still to come. If you don't stop and reflect, how do you think you are going to make it to the end of the month? or to the end of the year, it's impossible. Not only do you have to figure out how to stretch your earnings to get you to the end of the month, but you also have to consider your state of mind and heart. What use is it if you have earned enough money to get to the end of the month, but you lack patience and peace of heart? You, who might be young and are at school or college and study every day, perhaps you work as well and look forward to your weekend to do the thousand things you postponed all week. Perhaps you don't want to miss out on anything with your friends. Yet, how can you say you can't slow down for 10 or 15 minutes a day to be alone in silence with God, your Father, who always listens to you? Why is it we come up with so many excuses? How much time do we spend in front of our cell phones, television, computer, and all the things we like? Is it really true that we can't find at least 10 minutes to be alone with God? Think about it, because without moments alone with God, we cannot claim to know Him and grow in faith. And grow in faith. Our faith will be superficial if we don't find the time to speak to God and to listen to Him in silence. Ultimately, it's a matter of love. It's not enough to listen to the six or seven minutes of this audio. We need to dig deeper and be with God, whether it's in the silence of a church, in your room, or in the garden. All of us can do that. There are no excuses. 
When Pope John Paul II was in Argentina, he said that those who say they don't have time for prayer are not lacking time. What they lack is love. That is so true. We have to accept this reality because it's a matter of love. We all lack love. We lack the certainty that prayer is a true dialogue of love with our Father. May we be able to achieve those five or ten minutes of silence today, apart from the time we are spending listening to this audio message. Let us seek the time to be alone with God, to delve into His message, and to thank Him for what we have. We can do it. Let's try. We can do it. May we have a good day, and may the blessing of our merciful God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, descend upon our hearts and remain with us forever.